Welcome to the Numetrica Accounting and Business Podcast. If your small business needs a hero, you are in the right place. This podcast is designed to help small businesses and startups run better, faster, smarter, and easier. Heroes don't show up to be heroes. They show up when saving is needed. Here he is, your host, small business superhero, Mo Tabish, CPA, CGA, BCOM. deductions every startup should know about especially the initial investment so I'll talk about the initial investment the initial investment is before you've incorporated your business provided that it's we're talking about an incorporation before you incorporate the business you had incurred some costs one major expense that gets missed is the incorporation fees so before you incorporate it you had to go see a lawyer, you had to pay him, let's say 1200 bucks, 1500 bucks, what have you, or you had to go maybe get a special license uh, to get your corporation set up. So those costs, because you paid out of pocket, I mean, there's no incorporation yet, there's no bank account, sometimes entrepreneurs miss that. Along with that incorporation fees, Sometimes it could be franchise fees. So you've gone ahead and bought a franchise. So you had gone, let's say, to a bank, obtained a loan, or you had maybe saved up the money. The money was in your bank account, so you paid it. And then you incorporated, opened your bank account, um, got an accountant, so the accountant went through your bank accounts and you know prepared your financial statements. But because those fees were paid not from the corporate bank accounts and were paid from your personal bank account, they will get missed. Most often, I've seen this. Uh, example that I saw was a client came to us and said, you know, we want you uh, to help us with our accounting. So we went ahead, you know, we did the bank reconciliation, payroll, HSD, Da, 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 da. So we printed their financial statements and I went through it and uh, I noticed that the total asset was about 30K and I knew that these guys had purchased the business. So I said, oh, you know, where's the purchase? And I asked them, I said, well, you, you bought this business, right? Like you paid, you know, a uh, hundred grand or so to get this. Like, yeah, we did. So, well, where is it recorded? They said, well, you know, we, our accountant recorded it. I said, no. He said, well, you know, the, the documents were there. So because the transactions took place before they incorporated, um, the accountant did not look. So we go ahead, we, we went in the, uh, basically we started asking questions. We obtained the purchase agreement for the franchise. And then we noticed, so basically when we w- looked at the stuff, their inventory was bought. 
And then when we went through the purchase agreement, we noticed that you know, as part of the purchase agreement, they had also bought the, the inventory from previous owner. So I have the numbers. So before we reviewed, cash was about 20,000, inventory five, other asset five, so total came to 30K. So when we did our little work, um, cash saved, inventory went up to 35, asset to 40K because they had also bought some asset, prepaid rent, $40,000. Um, incorporation fees, 1200 bucks, goodwill, mm, over $90,000. And this happened because uh, the purchase price was more than the asset and inventory. So when we finished with our work, our total asset came to $206,000. So about $170,000 were missed. And if we hadn't looked at it, it probably would have gone undetected till somebody, you know, say, well, where's this cost? Um, so yeah, so this, this gets missed. Um, and these are not small change. You know, we're not talking about hundred bucks, 200 bucks. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars and it depends on your startup. So if you had gone and bought a bunch of equipment, computers, software, and you, you know, and then you went ahead and incorporated your business. If you did not sit down and come up with these numbers, then you would have definitely missed it. So one, one good practice is just to sit down and think about when um, you start you started the business. So, so you incorporated and say, okay, what you know did I bring? So go through your bank statements, go personal bank statements, go through your uh, credit card statements, go through loan statements. Some people get a home line of equity and to go and buy something. So that should be accounted for because whatever you paid for, you brought it to the business. Um, marketing and research. So if you've done any marketing and research prior to the incorporation, uh, these needs to be accounted for also. Another good practice is um, just go to your home office and look around. Uh, I mean, if you're working at home or even if you have an office, just look around and say, you know, which one of these items were mine and I gave it to the company and I did not account for. So get a list, bring it to your accountant and say, you know, these are the assets that I brought into the business and I never accounted for. One thing is um, some lawyers and some accountants would say, oh, we need to do Section 85 rollover. Um, Section 85 rollover basically is if you're deferring any profits or gain from that asset turnover. So if you're basically sending it over dollar for dollar for inventory or assets, then there's no need for uh, Section 85 rollover. You can write up a list. So at least we have some audit trail. If you have the receipts, attach it to them. Receipt keeping is extremely important. Uh, CRA wants you to hold on to them for seven years. That's a pretty long time. Um, in order to help our clients, 
we equip them with dext app dext saves the receipts and actually helps with bookkeeping and accounting too we talked about it later i mean in another episode actually i think i have an episode called receipt bank receipt bank became dext so anyways they save that receipt for 10 years in pdf copy so you could basically snap a picture make sure that it's saved and throw the receipt out and i've seen bunch of CRA audit that they have dismissed an expense because the company failed to produce a receipt, even though it shows up on your bank statements. I know I had clients say, well, look, it clearly says that I paid for my phone bill or I paid for this. Um, CRA refused it. They said, we need to see the receipt because that could have been someone else that you paid. So what are other costs that people miss? Training. Let's say you had to do training before incorporation. Lawyers, accountants, other professional fees, uh, travel expenses, website development, website marketing. Maybe you did some SEOs. Um, asset rollover, we talked about it. Goodwill. So bought a business for 100 grand. Assets were only 20,000 bucks. Well, goodwill is about 80. So you need to record that. You don't just say, well, you know, I bought this asset for 20,000. I overpaid, so I let it go. No, uh, I mean, it's accounting. You have to account for every dollar, every transaction. What else startup miss or, you know, other businesses miss? Uh, SHRED, which stands for um, Scientific Research and Experimental Development Tax Credit. So if you're developing something, developing a software, developing a method, um, and it's scientific, uh, or you're doing some kind of experimental development, then government of Canada, and it's also Ontario, they give you a tax refund, which is great. We've seen a lot of companies that they had a refund of 100,000, 200,000, again, depending on the costs that are associated with that shred and that actually that money helped them uh, develop and grow more things and basically helped them with their business. Um, it's a, it was a good uh, chunk of business. So if you are doing anything that you think is scientific, so you need to write it down. Um, you have a starting date, ending date, um, We'll, again, we can have a look at it together and it will submit this when we are filing your T2. CRA science officers will read this. If you have any question, they will ask us. And then if you get approved, you get that money back or you get a refund back actually. Um, accelerated CCA calculation. This is when you have asset and they depreciate that depreciation is expense. It's a known cash expense was going to pay. I mean, you paid the asset, but let's say you paid it two years ago. Um, we can use the depreciation. So now we do have, as of November 2018, uh, we accelerate the depreciation. So basically means we can use a higher rate for that depreciation. We talked about professional fees. Again, anything that you paid, let's say you paid an agent, you paid an evaluator, 
reevaluate this business. You got a business coach. Uh, so keep those receipts. Home office. Um, a lot of people miss. If you work at home, um, dedicate a section to your business. Make sure it is business only. And have a look around. See what you have. Let's say you have a desk, you have a chair, you have a printer, you have a scanner. You've got a picture behind you because when you go on Zoom, you know, people can watch that nice view. And so those become part of your business expense. And the easy way to calculate it is you measure that area. Let's say it's 200 square feet and you measure your whole house. I'm sure you know, we all know when you buy a house or rent it. This information is passed on, so let's say it's 2,000 square feet. So right away, you got 10%, 200 over 2,000. So actually, that makes 10%. Yeah, that makes 10%. So 10% of your expenses at home will become business expense. Um, you can even put it in a little Excel, and Excel will prorate it. So interest on mortgage, utilities and whatnot one one thing though but that's my opinion i mean let's say you get a wi-fi so if you could justify that that wi-fi is only for business and you're not watching netflix uh, then 100 percent gets deducted again it's not a big dollar amount but uh, i want you to think always think rationally and ask questions you know, is this mine or is this business do i need this or does the business need this uh, software subscription fees I've seen this also gets missed because let's say you have Google or you have Microsoft you pay it from your own account well I mean you bought it for business we all need Microsoft to do things in Excel write proposal in Microsoft Word even for uh, Gmail G Suite so these fees actually transfer them to your business if you do have them we use Microsoft, we use Antivirus, we use QuickBooks, we use Dext, we use Google. So all of these are business expenses. The other thing that you know, startup or regular businesses, mind you, uh, miss is holiday parties. Uh, government allows or basically gives you an allowance for these parties. So if you go and spend the 500 bucks, you know, there's a catering. I think catering is about 30 bucks per person then this is allowed, so make sure you put that in. Travel, a lot of people travel, travel for business, travel to do some research. All these travel expenses are um, expense or expensable. One thing that I see people miss, let's say you go to Montreal for three days and for a seminar or whatnot, what we do with our clients, for every day that they're gone, we give them $150 incidental fees. Actually, that's not our money, that's your money or their money. And this, what this will do, so let's say you go to Montreal, because you're not at home, so you don't have access to your coffee, your tea, your snack and whatnot, so that 150 bucks will replace um, the cost for those items. So what it means, the company will give you 150 bucks, but if you buy an iced tea, you don't expense that. If you buy a Subway sandwich, you don't expense that. If you go have a 
whatever, you know, veggie hamburger, you don't expense that. So that 150 bucks covers those incidental fees. Now, if you're staying at a hotel, that is part of the regular expense. So that 150 is not supposed to cover your stay, but it will cover your food and incidentals, which is not bad. I've seen people miss that. So let's say you go stay over for 10 days, that's 1500 bucks. It's not an income to you, but it's an expense to the company. Uh, marketing and advertising, again, anything that you've done before, you started your business, write them down, find the receipts, and bring it to the company and record it as an asset. So let's say actually you, let's say you, you listen to this podcast and you say, oh darn, I missed it because all this was two years ago. No, you did not miss. Find those, we'll record them. We won't go and amend, let's say 2018 tax return, but we will bring it in today because we do not do prior period adjustments anymore. We'll record them in this year just to reduce the complication and changing the whole structure of financial statements and everybody has to get a copy. Hey, let me adjust this for let's say 2000 bucks. So it's not worth it. So we'll record them as of now as part of something that was missed. Bank and interest expense. So let's say, speaking of that franchise, let's say they got, you know, the person or you had to go get a home loan of equity and buy a bunch of assets. So the interest on those items are deductible and those interests are not showing up on your uh, company's bank account because you're paying for it through either your mortgage or you know separate loan agreement. So have that loan agreement, let's justify the portion that is for the assets and we record the expenses on those items. So have a moment, go through the expenses that you had incurred before you started your business, write them down, again, look around. Uh, it's definitely worth it. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We'll see you on the next show. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Numetrica Accounting and Business Podcast with small business superhero, Mo Tabish. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what you heard, consider leaving us a review. Want to know more? Visit the website at numetricacity.ca or join us on LinkedIn by searching for Numetrica or on Twitter at Mo Tabish.